This is the Black and Blue Report, straight from the source. No appointment radio, wherever, whenever. Now, from Studio B, or from wherever the Saints or Pelicans might be, here's Sean Kelly. Hey, welcome in, everybody, to the latest edition of the Black and Blue Report. It's our podcast for Saints and Pelicans fans. I'm Sean Kelly, and greetings today from Philadelphia. That's where the Pelicans are as they continue their East Coast road trip. Two more games to go uh, tomorrow night against the Philadelphia Sixers, and then it'll wrap up on Wednesday against the Boston Celtics. We're down to it here in the regular season, but the Pelicans have won three of their last four, including a win yesterday in uh, Brooklyn, New York. They beat the Nets 106-87, another outstanding performance from Luke Babbitt and also some of the new guys who have helped to pick up the slack from all the injured guys. Yesterday's game started very slow, but then the Pelicans really took off, ended up shooting 55% from the game, and Luke Babbitt led the way with 21 points. Right behind him, though, was Tim Frazier. He had 19 points and a career-high 13 assists. It was his first double-double as a Pelican, his second career double-double of a young, uh, uh, I guess, NBA career at this point. But James Ennis also helped out with 14 off the bench. Alexia Jinsa came in off the bench as well and scored 16 Jordan Hamilton, with another start, had another double-figure performance. He had 13 points. And Dante Cunningham scored in double figures for the 10th time this season. He had 14. So, in all, six in double figures for the Pelicans, who uh, won kind of going away after they grabbed that lead at the end of the first quarter. Uh, it was 18-14 to 14 at the end of one, and the 14 points they allowed to Brooklyn in the first quarter was the fewest points scored by a Pelicans opponent this season. So, a good start to the road trip, a good road win for the Pelicans. And like I said earlier, they've won three of their last four. Uh, They're kind of, I guess, getting some work done today here in Philadelphia before having a game day again tomorrow. And with that, we're going to talk to two uh, members of the team today, one of which is Robert Pack, New Orleans uh, Pelicans assistant coach and New Orleans native. His primary responsibility is the guards. So we're going to ask him today about these young guards playing now, but also, you know, not only uh, that, but also – speak about Drew Holiday and uh, his remarkable season before it ended prematurely with uh, the eye socket fracture. And we'll also talk to Robert about what it means to be on this Pelican staff as a New Orleans native. Then we'll talk with Alonzo G. The Pelicans forward has played multiple positions this season. He's served multiple roles. It's been exciting to watch, to say the least. But unfortunately, his season, like others, was ended prematurely with a quadricep injury. Alonzo's going to tell us the latest about his injury that has ended his season, also what he's watching right now with this kind of new group of Pelicans, and reflect back on the season in general. So good stuff for you from Philadelphia today. And then, of course, we'll uh, continue our podcast tomorrow from Philadelphia as well. So we'll take our first break here on this Monday. When we come back, Robert Pack, then Alonzo G. And then we'll wrap things up here on the Black and Blue Report. Life is busy. You need health care that can keep up. At Auctioner, we get that. So we've made our care more schedule-friendly, like offering same-day appointments. Need a primary care physician, a pediatrician, an OBGYN? We'll get you in to see someone today. Many of our specialists are available the same day, too. And with health centers all over Greater New Orleans, there's bound to be one near you. Many are open late and on weekends for your urgent care needs. And if it's something serious, Auctioner has you covered with nationally ranked care for your most complex conditions. 
Want additional convenience? Now you can make appointments with many of our physicians on our website. And once you become an auctioner patient, you'll be able to do even more online, like email your doctors, see test results, and refill your prescriptions, all with a simple click. Make an appointment today at auctioner.org or call 866-AUCTIONER. Auctioner, healthcare with peace of mind. Create fun and affordable memories for the entire family with the Pierre's Party Pack. Ticket packages are available for select Pelicans home games throughout the season and include three or more tickets, combo meals, and an on-court free throw experience with Pierre the Pelican, all for as low as $48. The next Pierre's Party Pack night is on Saturday, April 9th against the Phoenix Suns. For more information and to plan your next night out with the gang, visit pelicans.com today. We're talking Pelicans basketball on the Black and Blue Report. We continue on this Monday from Philadelphia with Pelicans assistant coach Robert Pack. We haven't had a chance to catch up with him on the Black and Blue Report podcast yet, so I guess I want to ask you as we near the end of the regular season, what's it been like, Coach, to be back in your hometown and having been coached with the Pelicans all this past season? Oh, it's been great uh, just to, to be back and home, getting to be around family and friends on, on a regular basis, uh, coming to check the games out. Um, really looking forward to, you know, moving forward with, in, 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 with the season and, 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 and in, in the upcoming seasons to, to get this thing rolling. I, I've told people when when this thing really gets right, they, they haven't seen what it's going to, what the fans are really alike in, in, in this city once we once we get this thing right. So I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to that. Yeah, I think we all are, that's for sure. And this isn't, by the way, the first time that you've done the whole coach back in your hometown thing. What's been different about, other than all the injuries and everything else, what's been different about this time as opposed to the first time? Well, coming in this time, it's coming in with a new regime and a whole um, different co- coaching staff. Last time I kind of came in, things were established already. So it's, 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 it's a chance to come in this time and kind of as, as a new staff put things together and, and, and try to get some, some things rolling and, and get it back to, to some of the success that the, in, the, in the past that they had had um, in, in that building. I'm sure the positives outweigh the negatives of being back in your hometown, but um, I'm sure a lot of people want to see you on a really regular basis and as busy as you guys are, I'm sure it's tough sometimes um, meeting the demands of the wants of family and friends. Oh, that, that, that definitely can be. Um, but them knowing that the way I my, 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 my season goes and, and the way my schedule is, they they understand. You know, when it, when I do have the the time, you know, I, I always make time to you know, go visit family. If there's nothing like getting those good home cooked meals, so they don't have to force me or to, to to get there. You know, I I kind of be am looking forward to those, those opportunities when I have a day off or have some downtime that I I can spend with them. So many people in our city always talk about, oh, this is a football town, this is football country, and it's it's it that's that's the thing. What about basketball? What you know? I guess why isn't basketball more in the conversation in our city? And can it be? I, I think it can be. I'm not sure why. Um, I know just growing up here and in the, the fans here in, in the city, people were really behind basketball. The high school games were, you know, very competitive and, and big, big following um, to, to teams as well as players around the city. Some some great towns have come out. And and I just think that, you know, we have to get a, a consistent role here. I, I think that's, that's, that's it. I, I think if we uh, consistently, you know, have um, a product on the floor that that that, that the fans identify with, um, similar to the the, the, the crowd, the, the group that's been out lately, playing really hard and getting after it. 
I think I think the support will be there, and I'm, I'm looking forward for looking forward to that. Do you do you think that people realize how many good basketball players have come out of New Orleans? I mean, I think I think I've got a fairly good idea, but I don't think I even know the full the the full um, spectrum of guys who have come out and played in the league or overseas from New Orleans. I don't think so. I don't yeah. think people really understand it. There's been some some really, really good talent. Um, I know coming, obviously being here and, and as a kid and watching it growing up and wanting to, to play like some of those those older players that I, I had I had a chance to, to watch play. I don't think people realize there's been some really good talent that's moved on and, and played different places, played and had good um, good NBA careers. So um, I, I think um, you, you might be the one to have to, you know, break that down. Well, I might, but I mean, think of some of the names, though. Who are some of the names you think that have gotten lost in the conversation? Well, there was a really good guy that named Dwayne Bryant that that played at De La Salle that was really really good. Went on to Georgetown and to have a really really good career. Jaron Jackson, um, the Perry McDonalds, um, obviously didn't have the pro career, but was a really good high school player, really good player at Georgetown. Kerry Kittles. Um, who was a really, 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 really good, good player. I know the names that stand out, like the Avery Johnson, because he's had some as a team with Avery Johnson, Donald Royal. Um, you know, there, there's there's been a, there's been there's been a good crop crop of guys that, and and you think about the guys who've moved on, some because of Katrina. You know, uh, I you know um, DJ Augustine who didn't get to finish his high school career here because. of because Katrina, but they had a really good high school career and good, good, you know, short term at, at Texas, but having a good solid pro career. So there's, it's been some, some really good talent to come out. There's no doubt about it. Okay, let's talk about the season just for a moment. Um, unfortunately, you're you're more free these days <laughs> because so many of the guys that are uh, under your uh, your watch have been hurt. It's just unbelievable what's happened with this roster. It, it is. It's, it's it's been tough. I you know I, I'm going through it. With Oklahoma City last year, it's been, being a coach there, we kind of went through a little bit of this. But I think this is top top that. I think um, the way the injuries have been happening and sometimes coming in flurries and, and, and you adjustments to lineups, it, it's been really, really tough. But what what hasn't happened is that no one has, has lost faith. You know, the guys are going out there playing hard, knowing you're up against a, a, a tough battle. But guys have continued to play hard. We've rotated guys in from the D League, and they've stepped in and, and played well and played hard. So as a coaching staff, that's all you can you can really expect with guys just to, you know, go out, respect the game, go out, play hard, and, 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 and see see what happens. Give me a guy out of the current group that that's, that's given you pause to smile a little bit, uh, whether it be Tim Frazier, even Luke Babbitt, who's a veteran with us, but getting more minutes. Who out of this group with the greater chances here because the injuries has given you a, a happy pause, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. Well, you know what? I, I think that, that this whole this whole group, I mean, Luke in particular, you know, he, he's been, been you know, kind of shelled for a lot of the part of the season with, with the depth we did have, have at that position. So it was kind of tough for, for minister to get those minutes to him. Um, but he's come on, come on and, and played well. I think he's a little bit surprised how, how many minutes he was getting and how many shot attempts were available to him. But I think he's settled into that, understanding the role he, he's in now. He, he's adapted to it and, and, and it really flourishing. Tim Frazier has been a, been, a, been, a, been a great surprise. I mean, he come in and, and step in and, and, again, being in Portland and behind the great player, you don't get the chance to, to see a guy really see him play. And he stepped up and showed that he's capable of, of, of running the team and, and making plays, and again, 
minutes and the opportunity there for him that he hadn't had. So he's had to adjust just to those, those things as well. So um, I, I think those two guys really stand stand out. Don't want to short any of the other guys because they've all come in and played well. Um, Tony obviously has stepped and played a larger role. He's been here for a while, so he's not new, but he stepped up and played a larger role in, in these last, um, as of late, um, you know, guys coming off planes, Jordan Hamilton and, 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 and um, um, Ennis, um, Ennis has, has been great to see those guys to step in and, you know, hey, not worry about not knowing plays and just going out and playing hard and figuring it out on, on the fly, and it's been been great. That part has been fun to watch. You know, another thing that I do want to ask you about before we end our visit, and that's Drew Holiday. Uh, speaking of fun to watch, I really enjoyed watching him play this year. Um, he's had the best year he's had since his All-Star year in Philly, and, you know, this him – Running into the elbow of Porzingis and, and getting the fracture on his face is heartbreaking um, because of all the work he put in. But he was one of your guys all season long. Can you describe for me the player that you had in Drew Holiday in October and say what evolved into into April? Well, you know what? I've always enjoyed watching, watching Drew play and, and tough uh, scheming against him when, when I was on a different team, especially when he was in Philly and, and here. But... The, the Drew in October was a guy who had, had been limited in all season. As a player, you get your most work done in all season and, and get your rhythm and things. And I think he was really limited in the summer of what, what he could do. And so you, you got a guy in October who really didn't have his rhythm, trying to get that in training camp and, and you easily, trying to ease him into him, trying to put enough work but not too much to, to, to make his load too heavy. So it was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a slow process, but I knew it was there. And I, that's what I always said. And I would see him do things that I kn- knew wasn't him, but I always attributed to just rhythm. And as he went on and his minutes increased and we were able to play him in longer stretches of the game, get more off-day off, off work in to, to help get his rhythm, you slowly start to see the, 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 the true Jew. And, um, and as over the last couple of months, what, what have we been seeing is what I expected for a guy to be able to just play free, play loose, um, and let, just let his talent um, shine through. And I think that that's what we, we've seen as of late. As he was getting his groove back, as you would say, was there anything that you did to make him uncomfortable, to make him better at something that perhaps he wasn't aware of that he had a shortcoming in? Well, I just one one of the things I really like to get him to, to work on, and that we don't get enough of, is, is his post work. I, I, he's a, he's a big guard that I see see some of these guys that's in the, in the post. Now, in the past, Jason Kidd was a big post guy as a bigger guard. Um, um, Russell Westbrook, it's a, it's, that's a big part of his game. And I think that's something that could really be a, a part of Drew. So, uh, like, pre, pre-game, like to get in there and, and, and bang on him a little bit in, in, in the post. Um, just with, with his ball handling, I like to, you know, get into him and, and, and beat up on him a little bit. I say beat up on because in the 90s we could beat up on guys a little bit. So, and I always tell him, hey, I'm, when I'm working with you, I'm working with you with 90s rules, not, not, these, not the new stuff that's going on. But um, I, I really like to, you know, just to be, beat on him a little bit, just to play through contact. You know, as a bigger guard, sometimes you don't get the benefit of the call because you, you have size, so you, you have to play through the contact. So I, what I do a lot is just, just kind of touch him up a little bit and just have him play and make shots through the contact, something that he'll, he'll definitely have to do throughout the games. These guards, these guards these days have no idea how strong and how physical you had to be back 
in the '90s, early 2000s, do they? They they don't. They don't. I mean, you just you just it wasn't so easy to dribble. You didn't just got get to dribble the ball up the court. You had a hand in your hip. You had a, as you jump. Yeah. <laughs> um, you had a hand in your hip. Um, had to be strong with the ball. You had to be strong. Your balance had to be 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 great. Um, and just mentally, you you, you had to be tough because it, it was it was a physical game. And you know, I try to bring a little bit that that to him. He he. Doesn't have to deal with that as much on the court, but as I'm working with him, I really try to bring a part of that to the game too. Because if he can do that through me and what I'm doing, the game should be a little easier. Look, I, I remember when you played. Um, how many how many of the guys that you played against come up to you now and say, "Hey, man, you beat the hell out of me. You were really you were kind of a little bit of a snot out there sometimes, Robert." Well, we we, we, we talk about it. We, they, we guys, we, we're getting a little older, but we have we remember things, you know. So. Um, we had some battles, and, and it's, it's good to see some of the guys that, that, are, that are coaching now. We run into each other, um, and we have those conversations. We, you know, we had we had some battles, and that's what it was. Man. We, we battled. We fought hard. You knew on, on the schedule who was that did, yeah, I got to go up against this guy, strap it up, and, and get ready because you knew what he, he brought to the, to the table, and he knew what you brought to the table, and, and that was a big fun of it all, all just knowing every night guys were going to come out and compete and it was going to bring the best out of, out of you and, and the competitor out of you and um and just wanted to you know put it out on the table and see, see what happened I, I loved it no doubt about it i always love visiting with you thank you very much right. thank you man. Yep. robert pack with us here on the black and blue report stay with us alonzo g we'll talk to him uh, here in just a moment what's going on with him as the season winds down as he's one of the many who are no longer available How much do you want to lose this year? 5, 10, 15 pounds? It's time to set your goal and go for it with the Smoothie King Change a Meal Challenge. Just change one meal a day with one of 20 delicious meal replacement smoothies, all under 400 calories per 20-ounce serving, and see how much you can lose. With flavors like pineapple mango, almond mocha, and more, it's easier than ever to reach for your goals. Take the Change a Meal Challenge, only at Smoothie King. Smoothies with a purpose. Weight loss is based on a low-calorie diet and exercise program. Consult your physician before beginning any diet program. If you haven't experienced our new and improved Sideline Premier Seats, then you'll want to check them out. Offering the closeness to the action, but full vantage point of the court, it's a great opportunity to entertain clients, associates, and friends. Sideline Premier Seat ticket packages include parking, food and beverage credit, access to private clubs, and more. Call 504-525-HOOP or visit pelicans.com to learn more about these premium seating options today. New Orleans 2016. One night, one band. New Orleans, they're back. Guns and Roses, live for one night only. July 31st, Mercedes-Benz Superdome. Free sale for City Card members begins this Monday at 10 a.m. through Thursday at 10 p.m. Public on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. Buy tickets at LiveNation.com. Pelicans.com and NewOrleansSaints.com. Your first stop when following your teams. Well, I'm getting to talk to Alonzo G for the first time since he became the latest Pelican to go down with an injury. At least you're smiling today, but uh, you seem pretty discouraged by the injury. You looked like you were having really hit your groove this year. Oh, man, I mean, it was, it was, it was tough, you know, because I felt like I was, you know, just getting comfortable out there, you know, you know, finding my way. Everybody was, you know, was playing well, and um, I ended up getting hurt, man. And, and, you know, it sucks. <laughs> Describe the injury. I'm not so, so sure many people know what a 
ruptured femoral tendon is? Well, I didn't know what it was myself. I just, I felt pain and, you know, the doctors told me I tore, you know, a muscle in my quad and I'm still today trying to figure out, like, how I did it. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it's, it's a lot of pain. That's all I can say. It happened going up to the rim to dunk, didn't it? Yeah, yeah. When I went up to dunk, uh, I guess, um, what, what's his name? What's his name? I can't even think of it. Was it Porzingis, wasn't it? Porzingis, Porzingis. Um, yeah, we, it was a lot of force, and, you know, I, it just, it, it, it hurt. <laughs> you'd, you'd, and, and, and really, the strange thing is, you'd really figured out that your, your greatest asset was your ability to, to go attack the rim and put it on somebody's head, you'd really kind of use that to your advantage. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what I started doing. I mean, I just started getting to the basket, and, you know, I, I don't know why they, I don't know why I got, you know, it kept getting easier and easier for me, but uh, that's what I, I would put my head down and go to the basket every time I get the ball. So the Pelicans win the game and they lose two guys to injury. It was you and Drew Holiday that night. I don't know if you remember that or not, but... Uh, Tell me this, from the player's perspective, is, is this as crazy as it seems for the rest of us? Uh, it, I mean, it is. I mean, I, I never experienced anything like this before. I mean, I've never been hurt in my career. So, um, and, to, you know, to go through something like this, is, it's very, it's, you know, it's crazy. <laughs> um, did, I, I don't know. Did you all start not looking at each other in the eye or staying clear of each other? It seemed like injuries got to be contagious there for a while. Well, I mean, we, you know, the, um, the training staff, they stopped, you know, um, working with us, you know, even more, especially with the guys that was healthy, you know, they try to keep us healthy. And, um, you know, we, you know, we try to do our best, you know, you know, to stay on the floor, you know, things happen. So, Alonzo, is there, is there any way to truly evaluate a season when this many guys have been hurt now, including yourself? I mean, I mean, not really. I mean, I mean, it's, been, it's just been a tough year, um. You know, but you know we're gonna get we're gonna get through it. I mean, obviously, you know we still got some games left, and guys, you know, you know, getting opportunities to play. So you know, that's a good thing for you know other guys. Yeah, we're getting to watch some guys that I didn't think we'd ever get to see. You know, get the chance here with the New Orleans Pelicans. What what are some of your impressions so far of some of the guys that have come up? I guess specifically maybe the D League guys that are getting a little bit of a look here. Um, they've been playing pretty well. Uh, I'm very happy for them because you know I was a D League guy. And, you know, just to see guys come up and, you know, continue to play well, that's, I'm, very, I'm very happy for them guys. Seeing as you were in their shoes at one time, what are some of the things that maybe you've advised them about? Um, just um, play aggressive, be confident. You know, um, you know, you got a, a golden opportunity right now, you know, take advantage of it. When you, when you think about um, these last games, uh, what can this group do as far as helping to build the culture of the, of the program and, I guess, put into practice some of the things that you guys have been working on all season long? Just um, continue to compete, you know, come out and play hard and uh, just try to get better, you know, um, look forward to next year. Yep. So how long is the rehab for this injury? Have you, have you talked about that yet with the, with the uh, medical uh, staff? Yeah, um, it could be anywhere from, you know, six to eight weeks. Um, just, you know, just got to rest and you know, ice it and, you know, just treat it. How much of a damper does that put on your off-season plans? Um, not much because, you know, um, you know, I obviously got, you know, two or three weeks now. So, um, you know, we'll see how I'm feeling, you know, after a while. Any uh, big trips planned this summer? Something you have never done before that you are willing to share? Uh, not yet. I mean, once I get back home, you know, once I get home, I'm, I'm home for a while because we travel so much during the season. So I'm not sure. I just I kind of just get up and go. That's, that's how I am. Are you a guy that watches the playoffs even when you're not in the playoffs? Yeah. Yeah, I do. 
Um, I tend to watch the playoffs a lot because, you know, the games get, you know, more intense and, you know, it's, it's exciting. So, yeah, I do. Is there a particular matchup that you would like to see happen that you might be more glued into than the others? Um, it's a few matchups that's, you know, that's lined up right now. I think Cleveland and Boston is playing. That's going to be it's going to be a good one. Um, also, I want to see Golden State and uh, San Antonio. Um, it's going to be it's going to be some good matchups. Yeah, I feel like. Is the winner though coming out of the West because of Golden State and San Antonio? I know you have some East bias here, but I'm just I'm asking you to be objective. Uh, I, I feel like it's, it's going to come out of the West. Fair enough. As always, good to visit with you. I'm sorry about the injury. <laughs> no, nah, it's okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, Alonzo G with us. Stay with, stay with us. We'll be right back from Philly. For fast relief Summer is coming and Keeps Air Conditioning and Heating is ready to serve you. Keeps offers a 25-point precision AC tune-up for only $119. Get your AC ready for the real heat that's coming. And as always, call Keeps and we'll get you cool in three hours or less, guaranteed. Keeps Air Conditioning and Heating. For fast relief, call Keeps. The magic of Voodoo Barbecue. It's people, passion, and pure enjoyment. Seasoned with Louisiana's best. It's a celebration every day. A fusion of Creole, Cajun, and Caribbean. It's the soul, the sound, the taste of barbecue New Orleans style. Voodoo Barbecue. Pass by your neighborhood Voodoo Barbecue today. He must be a big deal since he's verified on Twitter. He's Sean Kelly, and this is the Black and Blue Report. It's just about time to wrap things up here on the Monday edition of the Black and Blue Report. I hope you enjoyed our guest today, and thanks again to Robert Pack and Alonzo G for being with us. Uh, it is rainy and in some parts snowy here along the eastern seaboard, uh, so we'll, uh, we'll, we'll brave the un-April-like weather up here. Uh, before wrapping things up on Wednesday night at Boston, where they're getting actually more snow than we are here in Philadelphia today. Daniel Salerson will be your host tomorrow for the Black and Blue Report. That means Jim Eichenhofer from Pelicans.com also stopping by. We'll have the absolute latest on any news involving the New Orleans Saints, and we'll preview tomorrow night's game between the Pelicans and the Sixers. Hope you enjoy a great weather day across the Gulf South. Hope you have a great start to your work week here on Monday as well. I'm Sean Kelly, and from Philadelphia with the Pelicans, so long for just a while. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Black and Blue Report. If all goes well, we'll be back tomorrow. Tune in each weekday at 12 p.m. or at your convenience exclusively online at NewOrleansSaints.com and Pelicans.com. Follow your teams direct from the source, the Black and Blue Report.